1: Welcome back to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. We're taking your calls at 866-870-5752. And you can check out the website at www.jointrehab.com. That's jointrehab.com. Where you can email Dr. Darrow off of every page on the site and see him performing these treatments on videos.
2: So I'd love to drum up some callers here. I'm going to give out um, a mail-out. My book, Stem Cell and Platelet Therapy, Regenerate, Don't Operate for Free. I pay the postage, $25 book. It's got a couple hundred pages on stem cells, platelets, and why orthopedic surgery may not be the answer for you. There's about 250 scientific studies in here about how stem cells and platelets work and how surgery is starting to fail. Well, it actually always did fail us, in my humble opinion. And please, surgeons, don't get mad at me. It's just my experience and the research I read shows that it's not a great thing unless it really is necessary. So my point of view is if it's an elective surgery, elective means the patient gets to choose, not the doctor telling you you have to do it because you have an image that looks bad. The doctor you go to must touch your body to find the pain generator. You can't find it on an image. It's not there. And uh, we're talking to Gary, who's nice enough to stay on the line. Gary, Mm -hmm. thank you so much. I'm going to give out the phone number so others can call in. And the studio number right now is 866-870-5752. And if you'd like to get a free consult on the phone with my staff, you can call the office. They're there now also at 800 300 If you want to watch me doing videos, or if you want to watch videos of me doing these uh, regenerative medicine procedures, just go to www.jointrehab.com. So, Gary, are you still with us?
1: Hey, Gary, are you there? I guess not.
2: Okay. So he started out with a question that we never really answered, Uh, we got sidetracked because it it didn't quite make sense to me that he was thinking of um, different emails he gets where they offer to sell him stem cells. And I don't know what good that would do anybody. Said His question was, are stem cells the best option? Stem cells are the best option in terms of healing musculoskeletal tissue, meaning uh, cartilage, areas around the joints, the ligaments, the tendons, uh, the enthesopathies all over the body. That's where muscles or tendons or ligaments attach to bones, arthritis, neck pain, back pain, really everything from the head all the way down to the bottom of the feet can be injected with these cells to stimulate a healing response. And I certainly, for one, having had a failed surgery on my shoulder, have chosen from then on not to have surgery and to just, I'm lucky, I can self-inject myself. That's right. Uh, My staff um, watches me sometimes like, how do you do that? And sometimes patients are walking by, how do you inject yourself? How can you do that? Well, it's real easy. You just uh, do what you need to do to get better in my book. The first time I was a little hesitant, it was my wrist That was injured from a golfing injury hitting the ground at 100 miles an hour. I didn't even touch the ball, (laughs) I just hit the mud and hyperextended my wrist. And um, it was at a uh, regenerative medicine conference back in, my gosh, it was probably like 1997, so a long time ago. And there was a section of this course on how to inject wrists. So I went there because my wrist was hurting. And then um, a doctor there said, why, what are you so interested in wrist about? And I said, because mine hurts. And he said, well, let me inject it. And I go, I don't really want my wrist injected. And he said, you'll be stiff for about 24 hours and then you're going to feel better. And I was like, well, I got to take a chance. So he injected my wrist and he was right. It was about 24 hours of stiffness, kind of like it felt after I injured it. And I was a little worried because I didn't know much about it then. And then the stiffness broke, and I was about 50% better overall. I then decided to inject myself when I got back to my office a few days later. And I injected my own wrist, and I found it wasn't really very scary or painful. It was just something that I had to do, and I was able to heal my own wrist. I haven't had any wrist pain in many, many, many years my next spot was my shoulder, and that was after a failed surgery. And it's a great story. I love telling on the radio. Um, I came home one day with a syringe uh, full of proliferant, and my wife was watching TV. She was lying in bed, and I jumped in bed, and I pulled out my syringe, and she was like, what the X are you doing? And I said, "I worked on my wrist. I'm going to try it on my shoulder and I injected my shoulder and uh, woke up the next morning completely pain-free uh, with full range of motion. Over the years, I've injected both my knees, both my shoulders, both my elbows. I've had other people inject my neck and my back because I can't reach that. And thank goodness I've had great success with regenerative medicine on every part of my body that I've used it on. Um Uh, The last thing I had, I think, was my knee, uh, which actually swelled up from using a hyaluronic acid. Ouch. You know, the gels that people put in their knees or shoulders, whatever. I tried it as an experiment, and I apparently had an allergy to it. So my left knee swelled up, my calf swelled up, my thigh swelled up. And um, I did some lavages to get it out, you know, putting in saline and taking it out and repeating that to clean it out. And it helped a little bit, but it was about five months of misery I went through. I was actually on crutches at the office hobbling around injecting people, (laughs) and it finally healed up. I put stem cells in it a few times also. And uh, my knees are pretty darn good now. You know, I'm able to run up and down the mountains. I'm going to go play golf a little bit later today. And I've got a pretty ballistic golf swing where at transition I squat down and then lunge up at the ball. I like to do, I'm 75 years old, but I like to pretend I'm still about 15. And, <laughs> uh, I do. I like to play hard. In sports, I love to play hard. I'm still lifting weights, running, and um, golf is my main way to uh, get back to nature. I play at a place called Mountain Gate which is in the mountains by the Getty Museum off the 405 freeway. And it is one of the most relaxing experience I have. And I'm not happy unless I hit the ball hard and far. I'm not a great golfer, but I just love being out there. So um, I'm going to go to a question. We had some coming up on the call screening box, but they disappeared. So let me go to some questions here. Actually, before I do, Nita, may I torture you for a moment?
1: Uh, Certainly. I'm always up for a
2: joke. Okay. You know, if you don't laugh hard, I do another one. Here we go. All right. Why, Why can't you teach a dog to dance?
1: I can teach my dog to dance.
2: Because it's got two left feet.
1: That's hilarious. That's really a good one.
2: All right. But I did
1: teach my sister's dog to dance with me.
2: Oh, Uh, but that's dance with you. That's different. You were holding it. What do you call a cow with no legs?
1: A cow with no legs is a cow. Wait.
2: Grounded beef.
1: Ground beef? (laughs) Is that what you said? Oh my God. I I was going another direction, (laughs) so that's okay.
2: (laughs) Okay, I'll give you one more. Okay. You ready? got your thinking cap on
1: always
2: did you hear about the person who got hit with a can of soda they're okay you know why it was a soft drink
1: oh that's funny
2: all right you get one more chance you ready why did the belt go to jail because it held up a pair of pants
1: oh I think, that, I think I missed that one previously. It sounded very familiar. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go to some questions now. Let me okay. see. Let me see what we got here. Uh, okay. This one's about hip arthritis and steroid shots. So let's see. This person says, I've been diagnosed with damaged cartilage on my right hip. I have cartilage cysts on my right hip. Bone and thinning cartilage, not yet bone-on-bone. I've had about four steroid injections of 40 milligrams depomedral steroids to control the major pain. Doctors tell me that hip replacement is my only ultimate and next option. Well, of course it is with what the treatment is they're giving you. Can stem cell prevent my having to get a hip replacement? How many treatments would be required? All right. So first thing is I have to examine this patient and see what the range of motion is and what the pain level is, and then touch the areas where their pain is coming from. So most hip arthritis that I see is not coming from the hip joint. I know that's alarming to surgeons, but that's my truth. The, The hip, area is very, very complex. And very often hip surgeries and hip replacements are done, or labral tear uh, surgeries are done where part of the labrum is cut out for the wrong reasons. It's not the pain generator. Many people have labral tears in their hip, and the labrum is lip. In Latin, it means lip. And it's a lip that goes around from the acetabulum that helps hold the femur in place in the acetabulum that's the hip joint. So, if you have a I actually have a labral tear in my right shoulder but I have no pain. I also have a subscapularis tear and I have a supraspinatus tear in my shoulder. I have no pain. I'm waving my arms right up right now to the camera wow. <laughs> showing you that it's cool. And um I can throw a football, I can throw a baseball, I can hit a golf ball. I'm just not having any problems. But if I did have some pain in my shoulder, which can happen, I can tweak a shoulder like I can tweak any part of my body, and it's not from those areas, what is a surgeon going to do? He's going to operate on those areas that he sees in the images. But those aren't the pain generators. How do I know? Because I have no pain. Is this clicking to you, Nita?
1: Absolutely, because this is the same thing we talk about all the time, that if you go to a doctor and they don't touch the area and they just look at pictures, then it doesn't really give the information you really need. Because I have a lot of problems in my back on paper, but I have no pain.
2: Good for you, and I'm glad we were able to help you with that years ago. So let me go to this, cartilage cysts in my hip bone. Um, I see cysts all the time with people that have no pain. Um, Thinning cartilage, not yet bone on bone. Well, that's good. Uh, Thinning cartilage is usually not a problem as we age. That seems to be pretty normal for people. Bone on bone, what does that mean? It's an, an acronym that people use for, you better get a surgery. But I have people that come in all the time that were told to have bone on bone that do not need a surgery, so be careful. Now, here's the real killer with this poor person they've had four steroid injections, 40 milligrams depomedrol steroids to control the major pain. It's not going to control the pain for long because steroids are short lived. And in the meantime, what do they do? They soften up the cartilage and kill it. All right? So this doctor who's giving the steroid injections is causing arthritis. Do you understand that? I'm not putting that doctor down. That's his culture. That's how he grows up. That's what he thinks is the way to do it. And especially because uh, he said the only next option is a hip replacement. So he doesn't care. Does it matter if he's killing the cartilage? No, because he's going to amputate the bone. And put in a prosthesis. Makes no sense to me, but I don't live in that culture. Do you know what I mean by culture? It's what you grow up thinking about. It's what um, people tell you. I don't live in people's cultures. I create my own culture. I do. You know, I, I, I was a student of Henry David Thoreau, among many other philosophers. And his big statement, I think it was in the book Walden's Pond, was walk to the beat of a different drummer.
1: Right. Oh, yes. So
2: cultures are people listening to, you know, today it's the mass media. I don't follow that. I don't believe that stuff. You know, I don't know the answers, but I don't believe because a lot of people think something that it's true. And medicine, wow, that's one of the biggest cultures that there is, you know, which is medicating people, which is operating on people which is hurting people that don't need this stuff. And I'm not saying doctors are bad. I just think they need to open up their minds a little bit more to what's natural, what's not going to hurt the body and doing platelets and stem cells. Doesn't hurt anybody. As long as you know how to guide the needle and you better have an ultrasound there to help you guide the needle and put the solution in the right spot. So, uh, hip replacement is the only option, the doctor tells them. I wouldn't know the answer to that because I haven't uh, examined this person yet. But they may not even have a problem with their hip joint. They may have a problem with um, one of the tendons that inserts uh, over a bursa on the greater trochanter. There's 14 of them. And uh, they may have a problem with uh, tendons that are around the hip joint. It could be a sports hernia, which is very easy to fix. Um, A lot of people say they have hip pain and they touch their back and show me a spot on their back. That's not their hip. So there's just a lot of things that doctors need to look at and touch and open up their mind instead of praising the images. We don't use images as our god of diagnosis, or at least I don't. How many treatments would be required? Nobody knows. Nobody knows if it's going to work. No one knows if any treatment's going to work. Um, People say, how many treatments will I need? And I say, you need one. Let's do it. Come back in two weeks. We'll see how you're doing and decide if you need another one. Most areas on my body, I've had to inject one time to get healed. But there are some that have needed multiple injections. I never know ahead of time. How many treatments it will take. And that's frustrating to people. People think I'll just go get a surgery and then it's done. <clears throat> well, I'd say half of my patients, it wasn't done when they had the surgery. They're coming to me because they had failed surgeries. So let me give out the phone number. We've got a couple more minutes. I'd love to take your calls. Love my callers. <clears throat> the phone number to the studio right now is 866. 866- Eight seven zero five seven five two. If you call in, I'm going to mail out for free a copy of my stem cell and platelet therapy book, Regenerate, Don't Operate. It's a couple hundred pages. It's got all kinds of images. It shows you how things work anatomically in the body and uh, the different areas that we inject. It even has um, <clears throat> a couple of short chapters on regenerative medicine for the face and ah. for the hair. Yeah. The, we can actually inject these cells into the face to regrow the collagen in the face and make you look young again. As we age, our collagen all over the body dries out. The discs and the spine start to dry out. People get shorter. Uh, my father was about, um, I think he was six feet or so when he was young, maybe a little bit more. And, um, he was ninety when he passed on, and he was probably about five ten by then and I've shrunk a little bit too. I was six one when I was young, and uh probably about five eleven now and um you know a lot of that's from the discs shrinking, and they call it degenerative disc disease, and you better get a surgery, but degenerative disc disease in and of itself does not cause pain and is not a reason to have surgery. That's what I have found over more than 25 years of doing this work. So be careful. You're going to to get a lot of diagnoses. Don't get seduced into a surgery. Go to a regenerative medicine doctor if you want a second opinion. Don't go to the same guy or the same type of guy for the same opinion. You'll get the same opinion. What good does that do you? And for sure, going to a doctor, find out, Who does the most of what you're looking for? I don't care what field that is. I refer a lot of my patients out for cardiac, for kidney, uh, for ocular things, whatever it is. I refer them to the guys that I know do the most. As you guys who listen to me know, I had a cardiac ablation um, in October. And um, who did I go to? I went to the guy at UCLA that did the most. There are other people around that do tons of it, but um, I hear horror stories of people that get this procedure done um, in outlying areas. One of my friends had it done um, up in Santa Barbara years ago, and um, it didn't work. So, And then he still had atrial fibrillation, then he had two strokes, and he's in a rehab hospital right now. I wish he'd talk talked to me sooner, because, um, you know, technology changes. So um, anybody, by the way, you're interested in in um, a cardiac ablation, since I've had it done, I know quite a bit about it. It's not what the show is about, but I'd love to hear from you about it. I talk to patients all the time about it. So many patients have atrial fibrillation. and are not taking care of it. And uh, they say, well, I'm on a blood thinner, so I'm okay. I won't stroke. But with atrial fibrillation, you can end up with heart failure. So in my humble opinion, get it taken care of. There's better and better procedures all the time. So I'm going to take another quick question. We're coming to the end of the show, Anita. Okay. Um, if you want to call in, talk to me in the last few minutes, the phone number is eight six six eight seven zero five seven five two. 870 5752 and if you want to go to the website and look at videos of me doing these procedures, that's www.jointrehab.com. And if you want to call my office, it's 800-300-9300. <clears throat> Patellar tendonitis. The patella is the round bone in the front of the knee, and tendonitis is an inflammation of the tendon that connects the patella down to the tibial tuberosity on the... Uh, tibia bone and a very common thing with running jumping sports i've had it and i've injected it gotten better we inject that almost every day if not every day and it's a very uh, easy area to heal up it's um you gotta chill though afterwards because if you continue to run and jump you're going to continue to irritate it and it's like filling up a hole with dirt you get a shovel you start filling up that hole but if you're if you're in the hole throwing the dirt out you're not healing you know you're throwing out the tissue that's being grown and irritating it so you got to give this stuff a chance to heal so patellar tendonitis you can look it up on google and in the upper left hand corner there's a spot that says images and you can see what it looks like anatomically Um, here's another question i have on patella oh well sorry folks end of the show but uh, feel free to call my office. You'll get a free phone consult with my staff, and that is 800-300-9300. Or go to the website, jointrehab.com, and you can email me from there. God bless you all, Anita and Alex and Suzette and the other staff. We love you all. Thank you, callers, for calling in.
1: Thank you. We'll see you next time.
2: You've
0: been listening to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. And now that you've heard Dr. Darrow, call his office at 800-300-9300 and speak to one of his joint rehab experts for free and ask for a copy of his book, Stem Cell and Platelet Therapy. Schedule an appointment by calling 800-300-9300. That's 800-300-9300. Or go online to jointrehab.com. Again, the website is Rehab. Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow is heard Saturdays at 10 a.m., 1 p.m., and 5 p.m. here on AM870, The Answer. Take the first step toward a pain-free life. Call to schedule an appointment at 800-300-9300. That's 800-300-9300. Live long and pain-free. And thanks for joining us today